You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Sweet. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And this is the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. How are we doing this Thursday evening? Another Thursday and another day closer to the weekend. Thank the Lord. 721, mm-hmm. October 7th. And I am ready for a nice, easy weekend. How about you? Yes, I'm not going to do a dang thing. So I'm actually happy there's a bye so I can get prepared for the Iowa State Farmageddon game. So that's going to be a good time. Oh, my goodness. I am. I don't even know if I'm going to that game, to be honest. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I? Dude, I the, think four, I, the four hour drives are killing me. <laughs> I, I bet by next Wednesday or Thursday, you'll be like, wow, I kind of want to go now. You'll be ready. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would I would tell myself all week, basically since last weekend on a Sunday night, I was driving home. I got to Kansas City because I rode halfway with my brother. I got to Kansas City. Oh, excuse me. And then uh started driving home and I get about 30 minutes down the road. It felt like an hour and a half, almost like two hours. <laughs> so good. Really? And, and I'm like, I still have 90 miles until I'm home. It was probably the longest drive of my life because I just did not feel the greatest on Sunday. But nonetheless, we made it home. And yeah, so let's uh, go ahead and jump right into this podcast shout out of the week. You want to take this one away? Yeah, Uh, um, both county schools that we attended high school, uh, McPherson and Bullpups, they uh, play the Bueller Crusaders in a showdown. McPherson's undefeated, and Bueller, I think, is 4-1. and one. That's going to be a good game. And then Edmond Mile, the high school, uh, they're undefeated. They go on the road to play El Saline. So uh, good luck to both of our uh, teams, and uh, hopefully they uh, have a good year. So pretty neat. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and uh, McPherson has their own YouTube page. Check it out. They got their – have you been seeing those, Matt? Yeah, I have. They're They're, actually pretty cool. uh, Weekly hype videos and uh, highlight videos every week, and probably the best uh, production you're going to see at a high school level for sure. For Mm -hmm. sure. And so, yeah, Bueller and McPherson on Friday. Um, I got to ask, I got to ask my sister where Logan plays uh, because he's uh, my sister's boyfriend's the head coach at Circle. Oh, really? So, and they're three and two. They just came off another. Last second victory over, uh, let's see, Winfield. Yeah, they beat Winfield last week. And Winfield's actually a pretty decent school uh, football team. Not a decent football team this season. And, uh, yeah. Because Circle used to be really bad, weren't they? Oh, yeah. They were pretty bad, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, another uh, shout-out we'd like to do uh, – just our buddies up at K-State that uh, I think Taylor Martin's finished up his engineering degree and will graduate in May. And what's Taylor Keniston doing? Uh, he's pre-dental. So he yeah. will, he'll finish up in uh, May as well. Um, and then have but, three more years of school after that because he's got to go to dental school. But a uh, big shout out to those guys. We always stay at their place. And sometimes we might wreck it. But uh, <laughs> call, I call I call it the Taylor and Taylor Inn. It's a great place to stay, and all of us buddies stay there. And you know how like hotels have continental breakfast; they have continental showers. So I love their shower. It feels great in the morning when you're hungover, and uh, it's always a good time. Oh my god, it's more like uh, you know they in the Bible they said uh, in the end. Yeah. Well, at, uh, at their place, there's always plenty of room on the floor. On the floor. <laughs> I even left the air mattress up there, so I, I have my spot. So. Oh, that's right. Okay, you want to hear something funny about this past weekend? Yeah. Do so you know how, how you know, I'm kind of tall and their ceilings are short in their house? Yeah. I've hit my head so many times 
on that one little beam that goes across right next to the bathroom door. And uh-huh. then and then they also have that light that hangs right above the projector. Uh-huh. I don't know exactly I have, what you're I, talking about. I have now broken that light twice <laughs> with oh my, my head. Gosh. Oh, the last saturday we came home from the bars and uh of course you know it's 2 a.m and we're still screwing around we you know we walk all the way back to his house we're full of energy naturally i'm freaking uh you know being rowdy and i just stand up on the couch and forget how short the ceilings were and bash my head against (laughs) the glass I got glass everywhere, like cut my That's back, funny. cut my knee, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah, you're going to come back for the Iowa State game. Let's be honest. It's going to be a good time. You're going to come. Oh, my gosh. I want to, but I don't want to. It's just I'm, if, if it was an hour closer, it would be such an easier decision. But the four-and-a-half-hour drive, you know, filling up my gas tank twice and, and uh, you know, paying for, for food and – I don't know. It's it's definitely fun. I can't I can't fault fault uh, that at all. But uh, it's definitely taking a toll on me, <laughs> to say the least. By, I guess. You have to make a decision by next Thursday's show. All right. All right. Yeah. Sounds fair enough. Because right, I'm going, so uh, it's gonna be a good time. Did you Did you see if any uh, Fort Hayes guys are coming? I think Brick and um, his girlfriend might show up, but I'm not sure. I'll probably check in with them next week. But uh, and then uh, Hagen may go, but I I don't know yet. But I'll probably know more next week. So Colby <clears throat> Colby said he wasn't going to be going. He wasn't. He said he uh, had a uh, something going on in Kansas City. Um, so he's doing that instead. Um, anyway, let's go. Let's get into this. We're already like All five right. minutes in. So yeah. Podcast uh-huh. rundown of just a quick another shout out, I guess. Fort Hayes won their game last week against Carney 42 35. Uh, tell us a little bit about that game. I don't even know that. I didn't even remember to see the final score. Yeah, Carney was a number 12th in the nation, and uh, Fort Hayes actually down 21 nothing at half and scored 42 points in the second half and came back and in a thriller. They won 42 35. That was wow. awesome. That was great. Um, also, Oktoberfest was fun, seeing all the guys. Uh, beautiful day to have a few barley pops in the park and just eat some German food. And overall, it was a great time to see all the old uh, alumni and old friends. So it was just a great weekend. It ended up being a pretty nice weather over the weekend as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good time. The, the tailgates were basically all, you know, all the people that I um, knew that typically tailgate up at Manhattan. Um, none sure. of them none of them were tailgating because they anticipated a bunch of rain to dump on them. So they didn't want to mess with getting out of the mud and it rained a single drop. Yeah. The, I mean, it was cloudy. It looked like, cause I was watching it at the bar here and it looked cloudy. It looked like it's about to drop, but apparently you said it was, didn't even rain. Oh yeah. So ended up being a good weekend for sure. For sure. Uh, then we're going to go ahead and jump into the coach's archives. I found a uh, trivia page is going to be a little more difficult i i've tested it one time i'm i'm sure you'll get the questions right 10 for 10 bring it on we'll see we'll see um we're gonna go do some ksu versus ou recap a little k-state update Uh, k-state's going into a bye week this week so we'll have a little different things to talk about Uh, then some other sports We'll recap the AL and NL wildcard games really quick. And then blanket and quilt news. A couple new news are uh, news topics at the end of the podcast, as well as a new segment. We're going to do a top 10. Did you get your top 10 done, Matt? I did. I got it done at work. <laughs> that's, that's when I got mine done. <laughs> Shh, don't say that. My boss is listening. <laughs> oh, gosh. You need a raise uh so yeah i got my top 10 ready to go and we'll do that towards the end but yeah let's go ahead and jump into the coach's archives let me go ahead and get this link in here and one second one second one second one second all right question number one Starting it off easy, Kansas State 
Oh, the, the topic is uh, uh, Kansas State 2003 quiz. Okay, sweet. So, number one, Kansas State started the year with a 42-28 win against who? California, Troy, USC, or Massachusetts? California. It was an Arrowhead Stadium. And you're right. <laughs> Roberson had three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Question two. Which of these categories was a Kansas State individual player not in the top? But let me rephrase that. Which of these categories was a Kansas State individual player not in the top three? Total tackles, receiving yards, rushing yards, or tackles by a defensive lineman? Ooh, I don't know about this, but I think <laughs> I actually will get I think I'll actually get this wrong. So something that a player wasn't in, like is that right. what you're asking? So, so three, three of those four, uh, we had a player that was in top the top three. Oh wait, which of these categories is an individual? Not okay. Yeah. So one of those four, a player was not in the top three in those categories. <laughs> oh man! And I think it's in the Big Twelve. I, I gotta go with the defensive line. The defensive line tackles by a defensive lineman. Yes. Incorrect. Oh, I'm wrong. What was it? The correct answer was receiving yards. Receiving, yeah. You have Roberson Sproles. I should have known. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Matt got his first question wrong. How dare you? I know. That was All tough. Right. That was a tough one. No, no, that one's a hard one. All right, number three, Sproles left in the middle of the shellacking against Troy, snapping his streak of how many games with at least 100 yards? 22, 10, 6, or 14? Oh, shit. <laughs> Jacob, where'd you find these at? This is, this is going to stop <laughs> man. Oh, man. What were the answers again? 22, 10, 6, or 14. I have an oh, idea of what it, I have an idea of what I would choose. Is it uh I'm trying to think Troy, I think the Troy was like the third or fourth game of the non-conference. Mm-hmm. I think it was the third game. I gotta go with 10. You got it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He left after hurting his leg with only 49 yards on 12 carries. I would have guessed 14. That's a good guess. All right. Two for three. Number four, Jeff Schwinn had thrown for a career high 228 yards against who? Oh, man. Well, they lost. Jeff Schwinn played against Troy. I think it was Troy. Because Roberson hurt his hand, and then he played against Marshall, and then they lost to Marshall, I remember. Oh, sorry. I forgot to give you uh, Troy, Massachusetts, KU, or OU. It wasn't OU. It wasn't KU. And you said Troy or Massachusetts? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Troy or Massachusetts? Oh, man. Troy or Massachusetts? <laughs> I think is it Massachusetts? Yeah. <laughs> yes. After Roberson went down with a wrist injury, Schwinn stepped up to throw for 228 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Number five. Who was Kansas State's first loss to? Nebraska, Cal, Marshall, or Texas? Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> that was their uh, only loss here, right? No, they had three. They lost like three games in a row. Oh, okay. Number six. How many games in a row did Kansas State lose in the season? Oh, there you go. Three. <laughs> oh, no, it's two. No, no, no. Three. Yeah, it's three. Yeah, yeah. It's three. three. It's three. three. Sorry, sorry. It was three. Losses to Marshall, Texas, and Oklahoma State. It's number seven. Darren Sproles broke whose record for rushing yards in a career? Mike Lawrence, Eric Hickson, Michael Bishop, or Vero Switzer? Ooh. Well, I'm going to go with 
Well, it's not going to be Michael Bishop. And I don't think it's going to be Mike Lawrence. Eric Hickson? Because he played for like five years. Correct. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand how you're, you know, like all of these. It's unbelievable. Do you just go back and watch the tapes on your own? Just like on YouTube, look up K-State football. <laughs> all, the t- all the time. All the time. Yes. Yeah. Okay, number eight. Who did Sproles set the school record for rushing yards in a single game against KU, Missouri, Oklahoma, or Nebraska? Oh, man. Single game. Oh, gosh. Because against Oklahoma, he had – what were the options again? KU, Missouri, Oklahoma, or Nebraska? KU, Missouri, Oklahoma, or Nebraska? Oklahoma, he had all-purpose yards. That was in the Big 12 championship game. KU, I don't think he would have tucked. I got to go with Missouri because that was that was the deciding factor to go to the Big 12 championship that year. Correct. <laughs> he had 273 yards. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, what is that, seven for eight? Yeah. Number nine, Kansas State scored how many straight points against the Sooners? Well, that's kind of weirdly, oddly worded. Well, yeah, because Oklahoma went up 7 nothing, and we scored the rest of the time. It was <laughs> 30 – we scored, we tied them, and then yeah. we scored four more touchdowns. We won 35-7, to so I don't know how they want us to answer that. Yeah, that's correct. That's kind of a weird – it should have said how many – straight or how many points they scored against them in the big 12 championship or something yeah that's because they played them earlier that year and lost right no they didn't play oklahoma that year in the regular season which year am i thinking of 2000 i don't know 2000s when they lost twice to them once yeah yeah okay yeah all right last one how many big 12 championships had snyder and k-state won before their showdown with oklahoma just snyder and k-state before before Snyder showed up, I think one in nineteen thirty four. This says zero. Oh, well, they won but, like a Big Six championship in like nineteen thirty four. If it was just during Snyder's yeah. time, yeah, they won. They won none. Right, two thousand three was the first one. Right, right, right. All right, good buddy. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would count that last one. So I'll say you go eight for nine. <laughs> we'll throw that last Sweet. one out. Sweet. All right, all right, all right. Let's go to a little bit of K-State OU recap. The Cats fell 37-31. to 31. What are your initial thoughts of this game? My initial thoughts is my uh, prediction was one point off, so I was pretty <laughs> kind of PO'd about that, but realistically uh it hurt it left a dirty taste in your mouth or at least mm-hmm. mine it hurt. And i i felt that with a you know a, a limp knee skyler and mm-hmm. is you know it, our defense played okay yes um our offense probably played as well as they could have all year um, you know, if we have a couple of calls go our way, a couple of uh, catches, you know, that one catch that Weber had and then it got overturned, yes. mm-hmm. um, you know, very well could have won that game. So it's 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 it was a it was definitely a tough loss for sure. I think uh, two deciding factors. The first fumble on the first drive killed us. Oh, my God, we were driving. Yes. Yes. That that stung. And then the onside kick, which was a perfectly executed onside kick. Mm-hmm. And that didn't count for some reason that I'll never know. But uh, that two things that decided the game. Skyler, I thought, played great. He was 29 for 41 for 320 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He, I thought he played great. He's a difference. Mm-hmm. We would have had him for Oklahoma State. We, we would have won. Well, just look, at, look how much it opened up the run game as well. Oh, yeah. And Deuce oh, had yeah. a hell of a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, back to that onside kick, I mean – all the angles that they showed on, at least from what I saw, I may have missed one and I may have not have been looking, but it's from what I saw, 
well, even backing up even further, how do they how do they review that twice? I can't tell you. It, it Don't makes ask me. Absolutely no sense that they can review it twice. Okay. But the kick itself, and everybody, everybody that they that said they watched it on TV said that he kicked it twice. I don't know what the refs were looking at, but everything I saw in this in the on the jumbotron when I was at the game, it it should have the play should have stood. Like there was no yeah. disputable evidence, at least from what I saw, that warranted it being overturned. So oh, that's yeah. so I think that's why the, the fans were were much more upset, at least at the at the at the game. Mm-hmm. And it was a combination of that and as well as the fact they reviewed it twice. Now, yeah. if I would have seen what people saw on TV, maybe it would have been as upset. But, you know, in the moment, I was like, there is no absolute way they could overturn this. And then they come out and say that, oh, he kicked it twice. So they claim he kicked it twice? Right. So it would have been illegal touching. But they uh, already they already reviewed the play for illegal touching. Oh, and they were – well, on TV, it looked like a perfectly executed – maybe I just missed it or – yeah, exactly. It looked, it, looked, it looked great. I thought it, that should have stood, and who knows what it would have done. So, yeah, definitely a tough loss for the Cats. Uh, let's go ahead and review our keys from the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my three keys, uh, number one, don't kill drives and penalties. I don't think that we committed too many penalties. We still committed seven for 50 yards. That's a um, lot. Of course, we killed the drive, uh, that first drive with the fumble. Um, and I can't remember who who it was, that number nine, right? Mm-hmm. Was that his first carry of the year or something? Because I had not seen him before. It, was it Rain Wright? Was that his name? I remember it was, that was the first drive, wasn't it? Yeah, very first drive. It was definitely his first fumbled. carry of the game. Mm-hmm. And we were – we had OU on their heels. I mean, if we would score a touchdown there, hold them to a field goal, go down and score another touchdown. That's, you know, we're, we're almost rehashing the OSU game again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, it's frustrating. I said, I'm kind of reluctant. I have it written down. I said that key was a success, but now I'm reluctant to even say that was successful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Key, num- key number two, uh, we needed to force turnovers. We only forced one turnover on Rattler. Uh, had a pick on a ball that was basically, you know, it, it essentially was a punt for OU. It was a third down, heaved to, towards the end zone, got picked off. So mm-hmm. I hardly even count that as a turnover. OU held on the ball very well. And, you know, they scored on the majority of their possessions from what I remember. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I, th- I think if we get one, maybe – you know, one more turnover, I, uh, even with everything that happened with the onside kick and, you know, Landry Weber or, yeah, Landry Weber's catch getting overturned, we get one turnover, one extra turnover. You go down the score, we might win this game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, key number three get pressure on Spencer Rattler and force bad throws. Uh, Rattler went 22 for 25 with two touchdowns. Um, yeah. Of course, the one pick, but, uh, you know, he had three incompletions and one of them was a pick. So, uh, was not like the 2020 game down in Norman where we got him to throw three interceptions. So no, part no. of the, part of the reason why, um, OU won the game, but you know, if you're thinking on the perspective of OU is as well as they played too, and they, they played very pretty well against, they almost played perfect against us and only won by six. So, if you're an OU fan going up against Texas this weekend, uh, I wouldn't be feeling too good. <laughs> no. OU's going to get beat. They will. Um, so, yeah, those are my keys. Uh, recapping the keys from last week. Uh, Matt, what do you got? Uh, I just want to say uh, we can't settle for field goals. We did kick one. Um, I still – who knows how big a difference it would have made, but uh, – I just think the biggest thing was that first drive. I just that took all the we were driving. I think that honestly might have set the tone for the rest of the game in a way because that just deflated us. I mean, we were going, we were, we had them on the ropes. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows what 
we would have gotten to their head if he was scored on that first drive. So I'm going to say uh, that that key kind of failed. It could have gone either way. My second one, I was actually impressed with Messingham and Kleiman's play calling. Um, aggressive on – we were pretty aggressive on offense. I mean, Skyler threw the ball 41 times uh, to open up the run game. We, we were four for – when was the last time a K-State team threw the ball that many times in a game? <laughs> I think Roberson threw like almost 52 times against Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl in 03. So I couldn't tell you, but I remember that stat was outrageous. It was definitely fun to watch us throw the ball around a little bit. Yeah, but uh, going back to being aggressive on offense, we were four for five and fourth down. I, I'll give it to Messingham. He. Mm-hmm. That's 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 outstanding. Eighty percent on fourth down. That's just that's just putting trust into your offense, and they converted. I'll give them that. Um, offensive line, they did all right. They protected Skyler pretty well. I mean, the team rushed for hundred yards even, so uh, you have to give them like, gotta give them pretty props there. So I think uh, it did pretty all right. Offensive line played played good. Mm-hmm. So th- those are my big keys to the game. And when well, they they had to play full- good, they had to they had to protect Skyler from getting hurt again. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hope I'm hopefully this bye week is a good healing, get healed up, and get ready for from again against Iowa State. Absolutely. Uh, defensively. Defensively, uh, can't give up a big play. I, I felt like we did make a march down the field, even though they scored a lot. <laughs> but uh, yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't play terrible. There's still some tackling issues. But then again, the NCAA rules have changed. You can't practice full-on tackling anymore, really. Um, so you got to find different ways to practice tackling, especially in the open field against spread offenses. Um, stop the run. Um, I'll just say here, uh, there were times we played good. Times that we uh, just let them go up the middle. Um, Oklahoma was had 32 attempts for 131 yards. They averaged about four yards a play. I mean, that co- honestly could be better, but uh, it's Oklahoma. They're going to spread it out, so I think they played all right. And uh, lastly, on defense, minimal. This goes all around for just the team. Penalties. We. It just seems Kleiman's teams, they're way more aggressive, which when you're way more aggressive, you're just going to have more penalties. But penalties still hurt and uh, we had seven of seven of them and that's and i i think that's a lot what do you think oh bill snyder is at the game and he's probably losing his uh yeah having a heart attack up there in his suite up on the uh up on the the uh, west press box so you know his teams were definitely known for uh not making penalties especially uh, the false start penalties you know bill's bill's teams were uh incredibly disciplined and uh you know, I think if we could cut that down to four, maybe five penalties a game, um, we, you know, and in, in the future games, I mean, we still have a lot of big games left to play. So that that is one thing that uh, if we could cut down the numbers, we could be a very successful team. It's just, uh, you know, it's a lot of pieces is, you know, with penalties and, you know, with receiver, receivers catching the ball, it's a lot of little pieces that we just need to refine, and we could be a very good football team. Yeah, and uh, there's, I think I can handle, like, the aggressive penalties, uh, a few pass interferences. You're just going to get those. But false starts is a little hard mm-hmm. to live with. There's absolutely no reason to have false starts or offsides. That stuff I just can't tolerate. It's kind of crazy – that even at a college level and it still happens in the nfl mm-hmm. but as often as it happens it just it just shouldn't happen at the level as often as it does you yeah. would, if you would think about it because i mean these are these are some of the best athletes in the nation yeah you know playing at the highest college level you know of course it happens in the nfl as well but like you would think it would only happen one or two times a game but it happens way more often than it should <laughs> Mm-hmm. especially when that's what they're practicing all the time. It's every practice, every single day, but yet every game you still have one or two guys that are jumping early yep. all the time. And it's an excuse. I think it's inexcusable. Like just- as, as a fan, it's frustrating as hell. Cause you're, you know, you have, you get a big first down play on third down and then you, you're first and 10 at the 50 yard line. And then all of a sudden your guy false starts. Yep. You're like, great <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it's it's just dumb it's just a dumb penalty it's just it just shows that they're not focused i i don't get it but who am i i'm not i'm not a division one athlete hey so uh <laughs> D- daniel daniel green uh didn't get ejected this week 
I know. Amazing. <laughs> and he's, he, yeah, thank God. He's three for five. Yeah. He's finally passing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, Jacob, what are your highs and lows going in the bye week? So, yeah, K-State football going into a bye week. Uh, they definitely needed it. Skyler needs a week off um, to recuperate his leg some more. Um, but, yeah, my highs and lows of the week. Uh, high going into the bye week. We got Skyler back, you know, slinging the ball around. Of course, he can't move out of the pocket, but uh, the offensive line did a fairly good job protecting him most of the game. Um just think, uh, just think if we had a hundred percent Skyler in that game, you know, it's a very winnable game if Skyler's a little bit more, more mobile, but, uh, even with the limp knee he played, played his ass off. So, yeah. um, I said another high, we didn't, we didn't necessarily kill ourselves. We had a couple of unfortunate bounces, uh, a lot of wide receivers made a lot of good catches. Um, Deuce Vaughn had another great game and the great, the game plan was aggressive as hell. Um, it was good to see us going for on fourth down. We only punted it a couple times. Uh, the offense looks great. The defense looks okay. They could be getting better. Uh, the defense could play better, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. Still a very talented defense. It's just, uh, you know, it's the Big 12, high-powered offenses. Uh, lows, yep. lows of the week, you know, we, as well as we played, you know, I, I, I think that was the second best all-around game that K-State played so far this year. Um, oh, yeah. it's, it's very debatable with the Nevada game, but uh, OU is definitely a much better team than Nevada. Um, we play our second best game all year, number one being the Stanford game. That was great. Um, and we lose, which was very disappointing as a fan. Um, <laughs> I had this on my high. It's also low. Skyler has, still has a bum knee, can't scramble, which kind of uh, limits what we can do on offense because, you know, we are – very you know as kansas state fans for years we are used to that quarterback um quarterback option run game uh qb draws and so having skyler with that bum knee still um is definitely a downside to our offense right now and another low our defense needs to force more turnovers especially in big 12 play um we only did we didn't turn over ou or osu a single time last week and this past weekend over OU, we only turned them over one time, which basically turned out to be a punt. So our defense, um, I think turnovers, we need to create turnovers and we need to tackle a little better. Uh, I know we the past two games, especially against Oklahoma State, we had a lot of arm tackles, a lot of missed tackles. So yeah. I, think, I think that's part of the reason why we are giving up a bunch of points. And it's not that we're not in position. It's not that we're not ready to make the play. It's just they're just not making the play. So, yeah, they're not – it's got to practice tackling. And, and then, again, it's hard in this day and age of college football to practice tackling like you used to be because back when – I mean, back in the days, Snyder would have full pad practices all the time. So, right, very, yes. very, <laughs> very, very good tackling football team. Vicious tacklers. <laughs> yes, yes, the Vince mobs. So. I always think of uh, – uh, that uh, the Nebraska game they always played on the jumbotron where he's ripping the quarterback's helmet off basically, and no uh, no flag gets no, thrown. <laughs> yeah, no no flag. Uh, I personally didn't. I mean, yeah, that was definitely a flag, but I don't know what the ref was seeing that day. But hey, <laughs> they beat us for thirty years. I think we kind of deserve that one. Yeah, so. yeah, we have one Paul <laughs> Goraway for sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, besides my highs and lows, what do I expect in our last seven games? You know, we're getting towards that midway point of the season already, which is insane. It is October 7th today. My goodness. Um, last seven games, we very well could go five and two or six and one in our last seven games. Um, I think the biggest uh, obstacles for going undefeated in our last seven games would be Texas and Iowa State and then possibly Baylor as well. I think the other four teams are incredibly beatable um, and we should be able to win seven or eight games this year and uh, make it to a decent bull game. What about you, Mad Dog, your highs and lows? Well, I have the same one. Skylar's back. The offense is night and day. Um, Obviously that's what what you expect from a six year guy. Skylar, he does all the experience. The game is slow for him now and offense is way more efficient. That's a good high. Skylar's back. I, I don't know if I necessarily count this as a high, but uh, it's a buy. You get to heal. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but that also brings a bad side. You're three and two, lost two games in a row. So you're kind of itching to get back at it. And uh, I just think, let's think about realistically. K-State, if they play well, which is, it's hard week in, week out, injuries, just things happen. They could very well win out. Like, mm-hmm. scenario. Is that going to happen? Probably not. I, can, I see them going, finishing five and two as well, realistically, winning eight games and losing four. Um, they just need to go into every game hungry and just prove to the world that, they can, that they're a decent football team and hopefully make a good bowl game, hopefully not the Liberty Bowl. Because uh, oh, I swear to God, <laughs> Liberty Bull again, I'm going to be so mad. I am yeah. so tired of playing there. Yeah, we, need, we just need to stop going seven and five, six and six. <laughs> but, uh, just make, no, just, uh, yeah, anyway. Go back. We just need to – K-State, if they play well and have Skyler healthy, they could very well win out. They could, let's mm-hmm. be honest. But uh, is it going to happen? Probably not. But they could win five of the last seven. Um, which would put them maybe in a cotton bowl, maybe some close enough in there. Uh, who knows? Alma Bowlish. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd um, like the Alma Bowl. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, but hopefully we start winning some games. We can start talking about bowl games because I really want to go to a bowl game. I, that's one thing I haven't done as a K State fan. I want to go and travel and maybe have a little mm-hmm. holiday vacation and go to, down there. And so, I mean, oh be man, awesome. it's a good time. I went, I went to that Liberty Bowl uh, against How's Navy. That? It was a good time. It was just playing Navy was terrible because the the game went super fast as they were uh, um, running it the whole game and um, the city the stadium is terrible. First of all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that Memphis stadium is awful. It's it's just a big concrete structure. And Speak- uh, go ahead. Speaking of that, because uh, I was on New Year's Eve and the, me and the Hayes guys went up there for went up to Aggieville for New Year's Eve. Oh, that's right. That's right. We watched it at Tanner's and we were literally there from noon until like eight o'clock. And <laughs> Brick's theory is always right. If you stay at a bar long enough, you'll get something free. And we got a free round of beer. So that, that he <laughs> came right. So that was nice. fun time. I have yet to, speaking of New Year's, I have yet to spend New Year's in Aggieville and it it's, probably won't happen again this year. <laughs> it's fun. I definitely recommend. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do it this past year, but of course the COVID year, so nothing really was going on. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I really hope we do play in a different game other than the Liberty Bowl. First of all, we got to make it to a bowl game. Let's go ahead and make sure we do that. But uh, Memphis downtown is really cool. Their their Bale Street dish, uh, bar district is a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's always fun to go to those games when it's a bunch of K State people. So you always wind up running into a bunch of people that you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Um, did you cover all your topics? I don't even, I mean, yep. I think I may have cut you off. I, okay. I got it done, man. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Yeah. That's the, uh, recap of K-State football this past weekend and what to expect upcoming a little more, uh, college football this weekend outside of big, uh, outside of, uh, Kansas state, the red rival, ugh. <laughs> The Red River rivalry, number one, uh, number 21, Texas versus number six, OU. Uh, where is that game played at? Is it in um, Oklahoma City or uh, I can never remember where that's played? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope I hate both of those teams, but I've got to go with Texas because OU's undefeated. So um, I'm going to go think, with Texas. I think Texas is going to win as well. Even though I think both um, teams, even though I think both teams are very overrated this year, um, TCU at Tech, uh, West Virginia at Baylor, those are the three Big Twelve games this weekend. Uh, K State, Iowa State, KU, and Oklahoma State all have off this weekend. And then outside of the Big Twelve, we got number four Penn State at number three Iowa. So that's a pretty big one to look forward to. Oh, I ha- I'm hoping Iowa wins that one. And then uh, number nine, Michigan at Nebraska. What do you think about that Ooh. game? I hope Michigan stomps the hell out of Nebraska because the person I hate Nebraska. But Nebraska always is a plus, um, tough place to play, so you never know. Uh, Michigan, aren't they undefeated? Yes. Yeah. Um, so 
I think Harbaugh really needs to make this his season because he, I mean, he's one of those coaches. I think he's been going nine and three, 10, two every year and hasn't been having good luck against Ohio state. And he's been on the hot seat for a while. And I think if this isn't his year, I could see him being gone. So I think, Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. If they don't, if they don't make the college football playoff, he's fired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nebraska just came off of a pretty sizable win over Northwestern. Granted, Northwestern's not a good football team, but um, and it was at home, so that home field advantage up in Lincoln is pretty big. And Nebraska hung in there with OU, and there was another. They uh, hung in there with Michigan State, who is also ranked. Um, so Nebraska may be a little underrated this year, um, but I feel like. I really wish K-State and Nebraska would schedule each other. Do a bowl we... game, that'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, that old rivalry, like, within my family alone is is is, is uh, like a piece that's just missing that, that, mm-hmm. that I wish we had back. Um, oh, yeah. Especially because, you know, we haven't played them for how many, you know, 10 years now about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 10 years to this year, right? Because it was 2011 was their last year. 2010 because they came in and stomped the hell out of us i don't want okay. to talk about it. i was there oh yeah my, my dad was there too <laughs> and he was he was wearing his red and yeah. sitting, sitting with my uncle his k-state fan and he was making sure that uh making sure they knew yeah nebraska yeah so yeah. uh but yeah i uh, wish uh wish uh I feel like it's something that they could schedule with, you know, they always have those teams like, Oh, 10 years from now we're playing this team. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't reached out in Nebraska for something like that, or even just like a basketball game. Cause yeah, we haven't, we haven't even played them in men's basketball in a while either. Granted yeah. their, their basketball team is probably about as bad as ours is right now, but uh, ours is better. Ours is getting better. I hope so. Don't you worry. Oh. <laughs> hey, the Tigers, the Tiger, before Hayes beats you guys last year, just remember that. <laughs> yeah, and then we beat, we almost, you beat like a ranked team. You what, beat like a, who was, was it? Oklahoma? I, I think, it, yeah, it was Oklahoma because uh, Oklahoma was ranked in the top 25. And they're in the we, top 10. Or it had to have been pretty high because I don't even know if we had won a Big 12 game yet. And we were on like some 15, 16 game losing streak. And then o- OU comes to Bramlage and we beat them. And, Which is not- and then I saw some stat. It was like K-State's beating beat OU in Bramlage like eight or nine years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's sad? Which really made me mad. I thought about this. If K-State just had an average basketball team, they would have beat KU. I think both – because KU didn't have a good basketball team last year. Oh, this past year? Oh, I agree yes. 100%. I think yes. I tweeted something about that. I said, just think if we actually had a good team, this would have been the year to beat them in, uh, in, Allen. Uh, in Allen. Yeah. And we haven't beat so, them in Allen since like 05, right? Yeah. So it's, it's really frustrating. It's really yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to some K-State basketball uh, when that time gets closer. I mean, we are about a month away before exhibition games start, right? Mm-hmm. I so, think they actually had their first practice the other day. I thought uh, last weekend was uh, their like open practice or something uh, before mm-hmm. the uh, football game. So, or maybe it was two weekend. I can't remember. But yeah, K State basketball. See if uh, Bruce can turn things around. You think he'll be around much longer? I hear that he is just going to retire there. I uh, Gene Taylor ain't going to kick him out because it's just money issues. But he needs to be gone. <laughs> I you think so? Opinion. Yeah. Hey, he he's basically got immunity though. He's won two Big Twelve championships. They're not going to fire him. That Elite Eight really screwed us, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you're going to go that far. You better win the whole thing. Because yeah, yeah. Half the people in the well, I think the students the students love Bruce. There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of hate for Bruce on uh, Twitter, but I think the students absolutely love Bruce. I think that's another reason why uh, why he's sticking around, but I I don't know. In my in my opinion, I I, I wish he would retire. I didn't think he was a bad coach by any means. No, he uh, won some. He's beat. He's he's won some games, won two conference titles. But mm-hmm. God, it's frustrating because it takes him several years to like to build up, and once we're good, we're good, and then we go down again. I like to maintain right. it, but right. uh, I, what do I know? <laughs> 
you're not you're not the uh the not the athletic director <laughs> yeah i know gene taylor sees something the thing about bruce is he's just so old i mean yeah. he's he's getting up there i mean how old is he he's gotta be up for 60s right oh yeah i think so so um let's uh let's talk a little other sports did you watch the uh wild card games this week we got mlb playoffs rolling right now as we speak actually I tried to tune in, but can you uh can you try to catch me up on that? That's 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 your that's your baby. Oh yes, it is my baby. Okay, little other sports. The AL wild card. The New York Yankees had to go down to Boston to play the Boston Red Sox for the one game elimination wild card game in the AL, and the Red Sox pull off the convincing victory over the Yankees. Thank God. Uh, six to two. The The Red Sox struck early and often as they were ahead three to one early, I think. Uh, Devers at a two-out walk in the first, and Xander Bogarts hits a home run to put him up early two to nothing. Uh, they end up going on to win six to two over the Yankees. The Red Sox move on to face the – oh, no, I'm slipping. Uh, <laughs> White Sox and Astros played – and uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, who are currently leading the Red Sox in the third, two to nothing. So the Red Sox and Rays are playing right now uh, in the ALDS. Garrett Cole, the ace that's making a bajillion dollars for the Yankees, only goes two plus innings, giving up two home runs, three earned runs, four hits, two walks, and three strikeouts. The Yankees bullpen has to come in and clean up the mess with six innings, five walks, five strikeouts, and three earned runs. Red Sox capitalize on Yankee mistakes. Red Sox score runs with two outs. Yankees failed to create big innings uh, by base running mistakes by Judge and the sixth inning. And the Yankees go on to lose to the Red Sox. Uh, this is the third playoff appearance that they've played against each other in a row that the Red Sox have won. Um, and so the Yankees have won 27 championships, right? Well, now they are on the second longest streak in franchise history since 1976 for years between playoff appearances in a World Series. 1964, they lost the World Series. In 1976, they also lost the World Series. That was 11 years. Uh, now they're on a 12-year streak. 2009 was the last time they were in a World Series, and they beat the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, the Red Sox, as I mentioned, have won the last three matchups against the Yankees in the playoffs. The 2004 ALCS, when they came back down 3-0 and to win that series 4-3. 2018 ALDS, the the Red Sox won three to one, and now the 2021 Wild Card game. Over, oh, go ahead, yeah. I just wanted to say that I um, I hate the Yankees. I think everybody <laughs> in the United States does, besides the state of New York. So uh, I'm glad, glad, I'm glad that happened. Unless you're uh, unless you're a Mets fan, but Mets fans are just uh, disappointed year after year. <laughs> so you might as well be <laughs> might as well be a Yankees fan. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, over in the NL, the Dodgers and Cardinals game. Did you watch this one? This one was much more of a banger. I actually did catch some of that with uh, one of my buddies. I did, but mm. didn't tune in that long. So uh, I I organized this whole event to go to the bar last night with my coworkers to watch the game, and I was so excited because back in July, I told Alex, who's a huge Cardinals fan, I was like, dude, they're gonna find a way to make the playoffs. And when they do, I'm going to go to the bar and watch the game with some real Cardinals fans. And the first, <laughs> and they did it. They won 17 games in a row and they did it. They made it to the game. I'm at the bar having a good time. It gets to about the third inning and my stomach just starts tightening up on me. Like oh, no. I, I had, I don't know if it was food poisoning or I had, you know, a flu bug in my stomach. I don't know what it was, but I had to leave. <laughs> I was so mad I had to leave. I drove home. Viewer discretion is vibe. I got home. As soon as I got home, I threw everything up. <laughs> and it was miserable. And I had to watch the rest of the game at home. Woke up this morning late because I just did not feel good this morning. Still made it to work on time, but I, I had to sleep in a little bit because I was not feeling very good last night. Couldn't go to sleep. But I still watched the game. Here's a recap of the wild card. The Dodgers beat the Cardinals 3-1. to one. The poor Cardinals had put on that historic run to win 17 games in a row. We're, we're on it. saw that. We're on an 11-game road winning streak during that span as well. Going into the game last night, 
and a little recap, the pitching dominated throughout the game. It was epic battle between Max Scherzer and the veteran Wayne Wright for the Cardinals. Uh, 1-1 tie most of the game, and then we get to the bottom of the ninth inning uh, where Chris Taylor, the unlikely hero for the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, hits a walk-off two-run home run over uh, against Alex Reyes, the hard-throwing righty for the Cardinals. Um, a couple stats for the cards. The, the Cardinals beat themselves. Um, they were 0 for 11 with runners in scoring positions. Uh, guys, guys had a, they had a base runners and second and third all game and did not score or could not get a hit with uh, runners in scoring position. Uh, Tyler O'Neill and Nolan Arenado, the Cardinals three and four hitters go a combined 0 for eight on the night. And the Dodgers move on to San Francisco on Friday uh, to play the Giants in that NLDS. And then playing tonight, uh, the Chicago White Sox at the Houston Astros. I'm pretty sure the uh, the Astros uh, dominated that game. The last time I checked, it was six to nothing. They won six to one. Astros win game one, six to one. And currently, the Red Sox are down. Are they winning? They or are. are they the Red Sox are losing to the Rays right now, two to nothing in the third. So, wow, that is a wrap on the playoffs. Uh, Braves and let's see, so Dodgers and Giants, Braves, and who's the other team? <laughs> uh, Brewers. They play tomorrow. Oh, and and that is. Other sports, any thoughts there, Mad Dog? Um, go Cardinals, man. Even though they killed themselves, so yeah. But, uh, <laughs> how, how how'd your buddies down there take that? I want to know. Um, I don't think they cared too much. I mean, half of them are, <laughs> half of them are actually Royals fans. But I was I was texting Good. I was texting uh, Alex throughout the night, and uh, he was pretty uh pretty sad. Uh, he kept as throughout the game, he kept texting me that he's like, I'm stressed out. I'm scared. This is terrible. And he's, he was, he was born in, or I don't know if he was born in St. Louis, but he was raised in St. Louis and he's a huge St. Louis fan. So it is, he was, uh, he was pretty sad when they, when they, I, I, I watched that walk-off home run. Like I, I was kind of looking at my phone a little bit during that happened, but I look up right as the pitch is being thrown and the guy connects with it. And I just go, Oh, <laughs> I just yeah there it goes <laughs> yeah so so yeah that's the wrap up on the uh, on the uh sports for today yeah we covered a little k-state football and mlb uh we got nfl action right now as well yeah. a, lot of, a lot of sports being played every time of year second quarter seahawks and rams uh, i think they are in seattle nfc uh, nfc west battle between Matt Stafford and Russell Wilson, so I really so hope Matt Stafford. I he's on my uh, he's on my fantasy team. I uh, he I pinpointed him as my quarterback this year, and I got him. So, do you do fantasy? Yeah. Who do you play with? I think I asked you this last week, but I forgot already. <laughs> I'll actually right now. I'm gonna go to that app, and because I'm in two leagues, um, one with my family and uh, one with the Hayes guys. Mm. So I'm gonna do one league I always do really well in and the other league I'm in, I'm embarrassed so <laughs> it's uh it's it's can't ever can't ever do more than uh two leagues because I'm in three leagues right now and it's it's miserable because I like I'm rooting for players on one team that I know and I'm like oh crap I'm playing mm-hmm. him in my other league and you know it's I think I think two leagues is the is the number you should be uh going for when you're uh at, at most when you're doing a uh, fantasy football. Yeah, I know. I agree. No, my uh, quarterback is Josh Allen. So uh, I've been pretty happy with him. So um, yeah, I've been doing all right in one of my leagues, but the other one, I don't even want to talk about it. Brings tears <clears> to my <throat> eyes. So don't, don't which, which, which league are you doing better in the friend league or the family league? The friend league, the family league. Um, I don't want to talk about who's who's so. winning who's winning the family league. Is it Dustin? Yeah, Dustin actually isn't doing that hot. I think he's actually doing worse than me. It's usually some like my sister, like she's winning it right now, and she she like she likes football, but she doesn't pay attention much as we do. And it really yeah. of course <laughs> it goes that way. Right. Yeah. So 
No, she's actually expecting her kid in like a month, her second kid. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, your nephew is like, what, five now? Yeah, he's five. So Jeez. I know. So, I, I got my nephews. Uh, one's a five-year-old as well. He just turned five in August. So it's uh, it's just, you know, you think about back to when they were just born and we were freshmen in college, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember when I was five years old, dude. Yeah, uh, you were in Mrs. Farrell's class, right? Yeah, and then yeah, I just remember when we were in first grade, we did boxing. You, you gave me buddy <laughs> on Daniel's trampoline. I yeah, I remember that. You, I don't. You I don't think me so I, hard. <laughs> I don't think I realized how how much like taller i was than you guys and i was yeah, like i mean you guys swing, you're, i was you're swinging hard was so too. much bigger than i was yeah dropped my ass because it was like 2v1 because you and daniel kept switching off yeah <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think i realized what i was doing good luck <laughs> we had Thanks. that day at school we're like uh yeah let's go box later we'll beat yeah. the hell out of each other and we were like we were like seven years old at the time or six <laughs> we weren't even we weren't even that old is because we were so into uh, a Rocky. <laughs> yeah, because we always played the Rocky video game at your yeah, house, yeah. PlayStation Two. That game was so much fun, dude. It was hard too. It wasn't easy. I can never, yeah. I can never beat it on one of the more difficult levels. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station. Even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8 Minute Fitness is for you. Um, let's do some blanket and quilt news. You ready for this story? Yeah, I heard uh, about that. Back on Monday, Facebook and Instagram back after longest worldwide outage ever. Company details root cause. Facebook says it is happy to report its services are coming back online. And this was on October 4th. That's was Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of fun. I was, I woke up that morning and nothing was working i just figured it was my internet but it was probably a good thing that it went down for a little bit I'm, i can only imagine what the uh what the uh the the, the uh, content creators were thinking when instagram went down <laughs> no joke but uh yeah that was like it was down like the whole day yeah it was down for a while well and then also did you hear about uh, that uh facebook uh, whistleblower whistleblower yeah i heard so it was in, wasn't that on like cbs or like a main news channel she like spoke out yeah it was uh it's 60 minutes after the 60 program. minutes yeah yeah so that was pretty neat how uh facebook is prioritizing uh uh money over say like they're they're i don't want to go too far into it but it's like they're advocating for discourse basically so, yeah naturally yeah. so they can get more comments and responses and the more traffic they get the more money they make naturally so uh yeah, yeah. social media not a not a good thing but could it's it evil. Could, be, could be a good thing but uh not used in the correct way properly by, yeah uh here was another fun story i saw uh, i found this one today uh eye catching springfield uh this is missouri so this is where i live Eye-catching Springfield billboards are not so subtle. Help wanted ads. Uh, it's a big billboard in town that says, get off your butt, get to work, <laughs> apply anywhere. <laughs> and if you notice, every uh, a lot of businesses have help wanted signs. So this this thing is correct, I will say. Golly. Well, and I saw I saw a video today of uh, there was some guy standing on the side of the road. And, you know, they got their help, you know, or not their, uh, their uh, anything helps signs and you know they're asking for money or whatever and the guy turns you know he's filming the guy and turns to his right and there's a store there that says help wanted right there like right where he's standing 
Are you serious? I know it's pathetic. Uh, it's, it's it's disgusting. It up. It just. It's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. Yeah. Yep. But let's not get into that. <laughs> so yeah, that was blanket and quilt news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's finish this up a little bit. Uh, you wanna you wanna give a rundown on your top ten? We're gonna do a top yep. ten pregame football songs. Here's Matt's. Well, I, I don't have any specific order, but these are the most common songs that are played at our tailgates. I'm just gonna use my tailgate music. Um, 1985, I think Bowling for Soups things that. That's a classic. Mm, yeah. Always got to listen to that. Country Roads, Take Me Home, John Denver. Uh, that John Denver's full of shit, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Sweet Caroline, naturally. Yeah, yeah got to have go. that one. Um, Kickstart My Heart by uh, Motley Crue. That's probably one of my favorite rock bands of all time. Motley Crue's awesome. Yep, yep. And then you can't go to Manhattan and not listen to Mr. Brightside. You, you got to have that. Um you gotta have Thunderstruck uh, by ACDC oh, going. Yeah. I forgot about that one. And then uh, Stacy's mom, she really has it going on. You have to have that one going. <laughs> and then you gotta have a little country in there too, because you're in Manhattan. So Papa Top uh, by Alan Jackson, his version's pretty good. And then I do have a rap song on here. It's uh, A Macarena by Tyga. Um, <laughs> great song. <laughs> oh my god. And gosh. then. Uh, to soothe, down, soothe it down before we get on the game, we usually play Dancing Queen by ABBA. So uh, those are my 10 common ones that we usually play and we get down and dirty with. So. Say so you went with more of the party playlist, the, the tailgate yeah. party playlist. I was thinking more, uh, uh, you know, if you're a player, this is the music you listen to. Like, get your head get your head right and get jacked. That's kind of the direction I went. So yeah. honorable mentions, uh, Skillet. Uh, Monster Hero, Awaken Alive, Comatose. Those are really good. Um, Comatose, I wish I had as my walk-up song. Do you know what that song is? How, it's, how that song goes? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so those are my honorable mentions by Skillet. Uh, number 10 was also a couple songs. I did. I said a tie. Uh, Def Leppard, Rock of Ages, Photograph, Hysteria, Love Bites. Those are all fairly similar songs, so I had them all. Oh, yeah. All oh, at yeah. number 10. Those are some great songs. A lot of these songs are played uh, at the stadium before the game. Mm-hmm. Get the players going, get the crowd going. Uh, number nine, Your Love by The Outfield. Absolutely a banger. I freaking love this yep. song. That's also a good walk-up song if you're a baseball player. Uh, number eight, Separate Ways by Journey. Great one. Another great one. Uh, number seven, I'm not sure if you would know this song, but you you might want to look it up afterwards. It's You would you would recognize it if you listen to it. That's uh, called Song Number Two by Blur. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember how it goes real quick. It's like, dun 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 dun. I don't know. <laughs> you have to go. I'll have to look it up. You have to up. Uh, number six, "Shoot to Thrill" by ACDC. Classic. Uh, Talladega Nights vibes there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Bobby. Uh, number five, "Uprising" by Muse. That's another K State one they play on the Jumbotron. Uh, number four, "Crazy Train," obviously. Mm-hmm. When they play the uh, the the cat train running over the opponent team's helmet. Number three did throw a little rap in there. Trophies by Young Money and Drake. Good, good. Uh, number two is a classic one they used to play at McPherson Stadium before all the football games. Uh, Till I Collapse by Eminem. And then number one, the all-time, the best get hype song before kickoff. They play it before every single kickoff. Oh, Can yeah. Name it. It's Joker, Joker and the Thief. the Thief by Wolf. Yes. Oh, that's number one. Three-game right so song that. on my playlist. I think I think we both had some really good ones on there. I don't, I don't think we doubled up on any either. No, I don't I think would, we did either. I would have expected us to double up on at least one, but yeah, that's that's a good uh, that's a good list there, and I think uh, it's a good place to uh, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this baby up. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, we might uh, we need to have some guests on sometime during the season, have some other opinions, especially when we get more into playoff baseball soon and more K State football. So whoever wants to be on. Hit us up, and we'll try to get you in. Yeah, absolutely. Next uh, next week, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll start preparing if we do have guests a little earlier in the week. But yeah, let's uh, 
we can talk a little playoff baseball next week again. And then uh, next week we'll talk about our analysis before the Iowa State game. Um, and what else? What else is there? A little NFL probably next week. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll mix it up, do another top 10. And then uh, a new, maybe we'll do a different uh, Coaches Archives trivia segment. Do a different yeah. topic or something. But, yeah, we'll see what see what we have planned for next week but yeah this has been a great podcast what do you say we wrap this up right here my name yeah. is jacob his name is matt this has been the lecker room sports media podcast hope everybody has a fantastic friday this has been the lecker room sports media podcast thank you for listening Hey podcast listeners, I just wanted to make sure that you guys know about the new Twitter page, the Lecker Room Sports Media Twitter Twitter page. Follow us on Twitter at the Lecker Room. Me and Matt will be tweeting about all kinds of sports. Go ahead and hop over to Twitter, follow us on there. Along with our own Twitter page, you can find us uh, in our 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 uh, podcast Twitter page. You can go find our uh, handles there and follow our own individual pages as well. But yeah, on our new uh, Twitter page, go ahead and give us a follow. And uh, thank you for everybody that continually listens to our podcast. And we're really excited to uh, to be uh, doing this uh, week after week. And this is our second week doing it together. And plan on doing it for a while so yeah thank you so much everybody for listening and uh let's go cats let's go royals and uh yeah